I sent greeting cards to people and it got back to me through a friend that said, hey, my mom got a card from you and she's wondering, are you okay? Get your free ticket to the third annual One Strong Woman Summit. Vision Girl, see it, scribe it, speak it. You're tuned in to the One Strong Woman Show where everyday heroines bench press life's villains. Hey, One Strong Woman, it's your girl, Shavaz Bikes. I am back for another episode of One Strong Woman. Let's jump in. Recently, I had the opportunity to present the fruit of the spirit, goodness at a coming of age accountability ceremony for my sweet cousin who just turned 12. And it was based on Luke 2, 41 through 50. Just to summarize it, Jesus was in the temple teaching and preaching his family had gone off and he had I should say he has he had gone off to teach in the temple and they found him in the temple at 12 years old so the premise is when children turn 12 they are responsible for their own decisions and accountable for their own souls I read somewhere on the internet that it said a child has passed the age of accountability once he or she is capable of making a faith decision for or against Christ. So it was such a beautiful ceremony. Um, We had a great time dancing and just fellowshipping and she was so gorgeous and so beautiful. So I'm excited for her new journey as she goes forth and makes decisions and I'm praying for her to make the right decisions in her life as a young woman and in the future as an older woman. As I prepared to present the fruit of the spirit goodness, I asked the Lord to uh, reveal some things to, to share with her. And he revealed some good yummy stuff to me that I wanted to share on this show. And I'm like, you know what, I have to get on and share. So to me, goodness is a superpower. Goodness is uprightness in heart and virtue in life. Goodness is the ability to show moral excellence, doing right and doing good like a superhero. You know, when we think about a superhero, we think about this person doing good, going out and doing good in the community, doing good in society. And so why do we need to use the superpower? Well, one is that we need to show forth the glory of God in the earth. Another reason is that we need to overcome evil and wickedness. So I want to share about three strong women who use this superpower goodness. And the first girl is absolutely one of my favorite girls in the Bible. And that is Esther. I absolutely love Esther. Esther, this orphan girl raised up by her cousin Mordecai. She did right and good by praying and interceding for her people who were about to die. Now we see her villain, the wicked Haman. We see that he set up this whole plot to destroy the Jewish people. He was really out to get them. He hated them. But what do we see Esther do? We see Esther and Esther five. Um, We see her before this, she fasted and and um, Mordecai gave her a charge to you, you. You have to go before the king, Esther. You can't keep silent in this season, in this time. Your people need you. And so we see Esther on the third day rising up and putting on her royal robes to go before the king. 
Esther went before the king and the king extended the scepter to Esther. She touched it. And then the king said to her, what do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom. So Esther answered, if it pleases the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. She showed goodness to her enemy. I mean, who does that? You know, it, it, it's hard, right, to show goodness to people that hate you or are out to get you. And this villain, Haman, was out to get her, but she overcame evil. And by doing this, by doing good and inviting her villain to a banquet, the king granted her request and she saved her people from destruction. I encourage you to go and read that story. Esther invited the wicked Haman, this man that was out to destroy her and her people. She invited him to a banquet. So I see Esther taking notes from King Solomon, who said in Proverbs 25, 21 to 22, if your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. I like the way the message Bible says it. If you see your enemy hungry, go buy him lunch. If he is thirsty, bring him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness and God will look after you. And we see Esther did just that. The Lord rewarded her and looked after her and the king rewarded her. And I believe that he will do the same for you. And I know it is hard and difficult for us to wrap our minds around doing good to those that are out to get, get us or those that have slandered us, those that are our villains in, in life to do good to them because in the natural, our flesh, we want to take revenge. The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 12, 19 to 21, he says, never take re your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Here we hear that we see that again, right? We hear that again about overcome evil with good. Another version talks about when you do this and you and you feed your enemy, you give him a drink. It said, in so doing, you will heap burning coals of shame upon his head. I want to encourage us to be like Esther, to follow Paul's instructions, to overcome evil with good. I want to share a personal story with you on how I have put into practice of overcoming evil with good and doing my best as weak as it is. It's a weak attempt to overcome evil with good 15 years ago 
my husband and I, we got married around Christmas. But before we got married, our um, courtship, if you once would say, because we didn't date each other, but our courtship was very quick. We got married in three months. Now, before you start saying, oh, my goodness, and oh, wow, that's that's short. I knew Gary for three years and we were friends. And I thought that, that this would be enough for those in our lives to say, OK, they knew each other for three years. They're cool. No, it was a lot of slander. It was a lot of gossip. It was a lot of he said, she said all this talk. And these people in my eyes became my villains. And it was hurtful and things that they said because I expected them to cheer me on. And they did not. And so after I got married in my quiet time dealing with what people said and the hurt behind it, uh, God revealed to me, there's another scripture that says, bless those that curse you, do good to those um, that say things against you. I began to ask God, okay, what does that look like? You know, how do you bless somebody that is talking about you? And so for me, he said, buy them a greeting card. And that's what I have done for this last 15 years. When there's a villain in my life or there's someone that has slandered me, there's someone that has um, done some things that are that's not nice. I have shown goodness. I have used a superpower goodness through giving them a greeting card, something that they like. And in this particular time in 2005, I sent greeting cards to people and it got back to me through a friend that said, hey, my mom got a card from you and she's wondering, are you OK? <laughs> And I told her, yes, I'm okay. And so that's totally what that surprised her. Remember in Proverbs uh, verse 25 there the in the message Bible that by your generosity, they would be surprised. And so she was surprised that I sent her a card knowing the things that she had said about us getting married. So that's just my example. I pray that you will find your own uh, practice of showing goodness to people and overcoming evil with good. I am not saying it is easy. It's something that we have to practice. And when we do it, if we leave it up to God, he does it well. He repays well. And we don't gloat in the in the payment uh, of those things of people saying things to us or slander. We don't gloat in that at all. We allow God to do what he does best. And he did say vengeance is his and he will repay and we leave it up to him and we do our part. And so one of my parts was to send a greeting card. Now, some of my close friends, you are listening to this and you're probably thinking, okay, now Shavaz has sent me a card before and I'm not saying that every time I send a card and if you get a card from me that it means that um, you are on my villain list. Um, but it is a practice that I have done and that it has just been good for my soul and that I wanted to share with you, my friends. That's something that you can do or you could find your own thing. But let's use the superpower goodness like Esther and come up higher like not being low and you know taking jabs at that person no no invite them to come to the table to feed them feeding them might look like a gift card or whatever but let's take our example from Esther this biblical heroine and use the superpower goodness the second girl that used the goodness superpower is Ruth 
And we see Ruth and Ruth won. She married um, a man from Bethlehem. Now, her husband moved there with his family from Bethlehem because of a famine. And they were there, and then her husband died. Her mother-in-law, Naomi, was there. And Naomi decided to go back to Bethlehem because the famine had ended. And we see that Naomi told Ruth and she had um, another daughter in love. She told both of them to go back to their hometown and Ruth did not want to go back. And so Ruth said, do not urge me to leave you or turn back from following you where you go. I will go and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people should be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. Thus may the Lord do to me, and worse, if anything but death parts you and me. Wow, she was committed. So Ruth, her superpower right off, she's showing goodness. She did not leave her mother-in-law during hard times. She stayed close to her. And then you fast forward to Ruth 2, and you see that Naomi encouraged her to go to glean in the field of Boaz and she did just that she was a hard worker and Boaz noticed her hard work and he showed goodness he used the goodness superpower in his relationship with Ruth and we see Ruth 2 15 when she arose to glean Boaz commanded his servants saying let her glean even among the sheaves and do not insult her also, you shall purposely pull out for her some grain from the bundles and leave it that she may glean and do not rebuke her. Goodness, doing good, showing her goodness, showing her um, kindness. That's what Boaz did. And that's what Ruth did by gleaning in Boaz's field. We see at another time that Naomi instructed Ruth to go lay at Boaz's feet while he slept at the threshing floor. And when he woke up, he said, who are you? And she said, I am Ruth, your woman servant. Spread your covering over me for you are our family. And Boaz said to her, may the Lord bring good to you, my daughter. You have shown your last goodness to be better than your first by not going after young men with or without riches. And that word goodness there and that verse in the Hebrew, it means beauty, goodness, good deed. So here again, we see Ruth using the superpower of goodness by Going to Boaz and landing his feet, she served in Boaz's field without going after the other young men. He took notice of that. Ruth was upright in heart. She did not go after other men, not the riches, if they even they was rich or not. And Boaz took notice of this and he sought to marry her. So he had to settle an issue with another person that was in line to marry Ruth. And he married her and they had a son. 
we see Ruth using the goodness superpower in relationships with her mother-in-law and also with Boaz, who ended up being her husband. Blessings of goodness was poured out on Naomi, who in the end was blessed by Ruth's obedience. In Ruth 4, 14, 15, the women of the town said to Naomi, praise the Lord who has now provided a redeemer for your family. May this child be famous in Israel. May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age. For he is the son of your daughter-in-law who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. And they're talking about Boaz and Ruth's son. His name was Obed. And so we see here the goodness in relationships. Now, this third girl is Dorcas, and the Bible talks about her in Acts 9.36. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. Dorcas, she did good and right by providing clothing for the widows. She had pure religion. James 1.27 says, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. She, Dorcas, was such a biblical heroine who used the superpower of goodness. Her goodness overcame the villain of lack in the lives of widows. Goodness, fruit of the spirit a superpower. These three ladies, they showed us how the, we can use this superpower in our lives. Esther, she showed us how we can use it to overcome evil with good and how we can deal with our enemies. Ruth, she shows us how to use goodness in our relationships and darkest, she shows us how we can use it to help those in need in our society, to help mankind. So my question to you is how will you use the goodness superpower during this season? Because right now we're in the season of Christmas and holidays. How can you use this goodness superpower and not just for this season, for beyond this season? Will you be like Esther and feed your enemy and overcome evil with good? Or will you be like Ruth and use goodness to bless those in that you're in relationship with? Or will you be like Darkus and use the goodness superpower to help those who are in need in your community? Here's a heroin declaration. I want you to declare this with me. I declare I will be a woman who will use the goodness superpower daily in my life to overcome evil with good, to bless and enhance my relationships, and to serve those in my community. Things I'm digging, y'all, 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 y'all. Things I'm digging, y'all, 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 y'all. All right, y'all, things I'm digging. Okay, so I'm digging some things in this season. Okay, and one of those things that I'm digging is the air fryer. We got an air fryer last year for Christmas, and we are just, um, I don't even know the word for it. Like, we like it a lot, we use it every day. We have stopped using 
the stovetop. We only use the stovetop when we're doing like quinoa or uh, eggs or things like that. But the majority of the time we use the air fryer. We use the air fryer that my in-loves got us last Christmas so much that it went out on us and we had to get another one from Costco. So I really like the air fryer. If you do not have one, I would encourage you to get it. It is such a great addition to whatever else that you're doing. Um, it just, it lightens the load. I, I really um, like how we, it, it makes our vegetables and other things that we fix in it. I like the air fryer. So that's what I'm digging. Another thing that I'm digging is coconut oil moisturizer from Malibu Shea Bath and Body Essentials. Shout out to them. I am not paid to say this. I use it daily. I just ran out um, maybe like three weeks ago. No, I take that back a month ago. And I was just undone because my skin was dry and it's like screaming for this coconut oil. So I really love it. It makes my skin soft. I really enjoy it. So if you're looking for a good skin moisturizer, I really encourage you to check them out. Go to their website, uh, MalibuShea.com, and that is spelled M-A-L-L-I-E-B-O-U-S-H-A-Y-E.com. And check them out. It really is great. It's all natural stuff that she has, that she makes, which I totally love. Another thing that I'm digging, especially in this season, is Christmas movies. Now, my sweet husband, he has to (laughs) weather the Christmas movies. And he's been a great sport to sit down and watch Christmas movies with me. He knows that this time of season, especially with us getting married, I just absolutely love Christmas movies. And two movies that I watched recently that I really like are Switched at Christmas and December, A December Bride, all Hallmark specials. I really like these movies, especially December, A December Bride, because I was a December bride. So I really enjoy um, these movies because um, they were, they're totally opposite. One of them has had uh, two, uh, the same actor playing a twin. And then the other one was about this bride and her ex-boyfriend, Um, went out and did something stupid and it shows her being a bride I don't want to give it away but go check those out those two movies switched at Christmas and a December bride around this season is a great time to just kind of indulge on Christmas movies another thing that I'm digging y'all is nut bars from Costco's they are drizzled uh, coconut drizzle and sea salt and They have all kind of yummy, good stuff, almonds, pecans. So I would check those out. They're a good source of of fiber that I needed recently. And we bought them and we just everywhere we go now, we're telling people about them and I'm carrying them around in my purse. And so uh, check those out. These are things that I'm digging in this season. So I would encourage you to look at them. I'm not getting paid for this. There's things that I absolutely like and I am digging in this season. And I just want to close with this. In order for you to be able to fully operate in the goodness superpower, you must be connected to the one who gives you the ability to show goodness. And that is King Jesus. Friend, if you don't know him, you might be listening to this. and You're like, OK, what is who is he? King Jesus. He came as a baby. 
He grew up in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. This king, he lived in a perfect, obedient life to his father. He did miracles. He preached on the kingdom of God. He upset the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They crucified him, killed him, and he rose again on the third day. He gave up his life on the cross for you and me that we may be reconciled back to the father because of the villain, Mr. Sin separated us earlier on in Genesis that we see back all the way with Adam, with the first Adam because of our disobedience. And so sin came into our relationship and totally separated us from God who wanted to dwell with us forever. He always has wanted a relationship with his children, but sin separates us from God. So God sent his son, Jesus, to bridge the gap, to bring us back to the father. And it is the father's will and his desire that he does not desire any to perish, but all to come to repentance and to have eternal life in his kingdom through believing in his son, Jesus Christ, King Jesus. And so I want to encourage you, friend, that if you want to enter into the kingdom of God, would you say this prayer with me? King Jesus, I'm done living life on my own in my own kingdom and serving in the kingdom of darkness. I want to be a child of the light and live in your kingdom forever. I want you to be my king and my Lord. Forgive me for I have sinned against you and fallen short of your glory and your righteous standards. This day, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, welcome, welcome, welcome in the family of God. I'm so happy. And so I encourage you to grab your Bible, start reading the Bible, feed your spirit now. And you can start at John. Start at the book of John is a good book to start at. Read a Psalm a day and read a Proverbs a day. And also join a fellowship of believers that teaches you about life in the kingdom. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship, friend. So welcome. And if you want, you can reach out to me. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at one strong woman summit at gmail.com. You can use the number one strong woman summit at gmail.com. So thank you again for listening in to this podcast. I hope you were encouraged. I hope you were inspired. I hope you were empowered by today's show. If you enjoyed the show, please, please, please share with your friends and share with your frenemies because they need to know about this goodness superpower too. And so y'all, as we close out, I wanted to share with you real quick. I'm hosting the third annual One Strong Woman Summit. It is going to be live and on in Kansas City in April. Save the date for April 18th, 2020. The theme this year is Vision Girl. See it, scribe it, speak it. And I'm in the planning process right now. So stay tuned. In a couple of months, I will be making more announcements about speakers and all the fun stuff that we have planned. But right now, I wanted to tell you about the third annual One Strong Woman Summit, Vision Girl, See It, Scribe It, Speak It. And you can go now and register for free, y'all. The registration is free, totally free. 
Now, if you want to launch, it is a cost for that. But the registration is free. You can go get a free ticket there. If you want to launch, you can see what the launch boxes are. But go over to OneStrongWomanSummit.com to register for free. Get your free ticket to the third annual One Strong Woman Summit. Vision Girl, see it, scribe it, speak it. I am excited about this summit. Last year's summit, we dressed up as superheroes. This year, we're going to do the same thing with some fun twists that I will be announcing soon. So you got to stay tuned to the podcast to hear about all those fun things that we're going to be doing at the third annual One Strong Woman Summit. So my time is up. Until next time, don't forget to be strong, be bold, be resilient, and bench press life's villains. Bye-bye.